Man, I don't know, dog. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Welcome to another episode of Cat the Foreplay. My name is Nadia Favri. I'm your host for this and every other episode until the internet goes away. Yeah. I don't know what it is, man. I think Russian accents, like real ones, are super sexy. I'm like, ugh, wear that faux fur. Slit my throat. Let's drink some vodka. So, a couple of weeks ago, I made an episode called Let's Talk Mild Discomfort, where we talked about things that made you exactly that, mildly uncomfortable, or cringeworthy, or just plain embarrassing. So, I thought we would take it a step up and uh, do a moderate one. Eventually, I want to get to an extreme one where you'll have to unplug your Wi-Fi and never look your parents in the eye. So, what I want to talk about in this episode is uh, people fucking during COVID. I want to talk about a woman coming back from the dead. I want to talk about your mom finding your porn collection and you suing her. The obvious and finer things in life. Let's start this fucking episode. Man, it's a really hot day and the back of my knee is sweating and then, do you know what I mean? Like that area should just be used as a flashlight. (laughs) It's just so soft and moist. Flashlight, flashlight, you're my flashlight. Okay, this story is truly outrageous. Let's talk about our girl Gertrude right now. Gertrude Ngoma, we'll call her Getty. Getty got so fed up that her longtime love, Herbert, hadn't proposed after previously promising they'd get engaged, that she recently took her man to court. The couple have been dating for nearly a decade and share a child together. Quote, Your Honor, he has never been serious. That's why I brought him to court, because I deserve to know the way forward and my future with him. Unquote. She reportedly complained. In another shot to the heart, Getty alleged that Herbert had been texting another woman as well. Oh my god. First of all, you know, easier said than done because I'm not a part of their big love, but I have to say that, you know, as somebody not in this picture, I can objectively tell you if I have to take my partner to court so that they can tell me whether or not they'd like to spend the rest of our lives together, that's probably a no, you know? (laughs) That's probably a no. Oh, honey, I really feel for her, though. Guy. Guy. People are really out there hoping that their significant others pop the question, and the question to them is, will you marry me? And the question that I want to pop in most of my relationships is, can I peg you? (laughs) Ah! Truth bomb, truth bomb. So it seems that people in Zambia are confused what should uh, be taken to court and what should be taken to a couple's counselor because apparently Herbert said that his partner never paid attention to him because she lived with her parents, straining their communication. The 28-year-old man claimed he did want to marry his 26-year-old girlfriend, but he wasn't in the financial position to afford a wedding. Oh, now I'm sad for Herbert. 
I don't know what uh, Getty wants. Maybe she wants a fairy tale wedding. Maybe Herbert can't afford it, or maybe he's just using this as an excuse. I'm already so invested in this relationship. Man, this story just gets more complicated because the presiding magistrate instead advised the woman to sue for breach of marriage contract and further advised her that the court could not do anything because there was no marriage, even though a dowry was paid. This story, of course, popped up on Facebook because that's where things like this happen in the land of Facebook, where there's racists and ants. Like aunties, not ants, like a colony of. As a commitment phobe, that situation sounds kind of great for me because everybody's like not on my dick about moving forward. It's like, hey, we can move forward emotionally. We just don't have to move forward with these predetermined milestones for us. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm just putting it out there. On the scale of like cringe embarrassing, this one's definitely going to make you feel weird inside. Now get this. In 1915, a woman arrived late at her sister's funeral. When she arrived, she demanded that her sister's coffin be raised so that she could see her one last time. Upon opening the coffin, her sister sat up and smiled. She went on to live another 47 years. Holy moly, puddin' and pie dicks. And the thing is that like, they're obviously, you can tell from the pictures of the funeral that they're Christian or some denomination of Christianity, which means they have their funerals a little bit later. Someone can die today and they, they bury them a, a month later, a month and a half, depending on, you know, the funds and the blah, 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 blah. It's not like Muslims that bury that very day. So for a, like a week, let's say, you've been grieving your sister and then you go to the funeral and she gets up, gives you a cheeky smile and she's like, fuck it, bitch, let's get turned. And you're like, excuse me, what? Excuse me, what? This next story, my God. <laughs> a male nurse in Indonesia has been suspended after admitting that he stripped off his personal protective equipment, his PPE, to have sex in a toilet with a man who was infected with COVID-19. Let's take a step back here because it's too much. Sexy COVID isn't sexy when it's real COVID, okay? Only when it's pretend kissing the coronavirus horny book club vibes. So the way this guy got caught is because he uploaded a screenshot on WhatsApp. <gasps> God, I'm dying. He uploaded, he, uploaded, <laughs> he uploaded a screenshot of WhatsApp messages between the two of them, including details about lubricants and the size of their genitals. And that's when people realized, holy shit, this just unfolded. Holy shit, this is actually a thing that happened. I want him to do a full tell-all because he it must have been like he goes in to check his temperature and the guy's like, uh -huh, uh -huh, I'm sick. And he's like, oh yeah, look at the way he's coughing. Ugh and then goes home, thinks about him. They obviously exchange numbers. This is part of the, the story. And they're like, eggplant emoji, eggplant emoji, thermometer, oh, peach, thermometer, peach, thermometer. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? And life is complex and it's full of ups and downs. It's tumultuous and convoluted and so intricate that we can't understand it. But one thing's for certain, if this man has found dick worth dying for, then who am I to say no, you know? Take that dick, run with it. As the vaccine, con I don't know why I said it like that. As the vaccine, as the vaccines uh, continue to roll out. First of all, Kenya receives their 24 million doses next month in February. So let's see how that goes. Fingers crossed, toes crossed, labia crossed. I don't know. 
I don't know. I heard January initially and now it's February, so we'll see. As the vaccines continue to roll out, an Israeli rabbi has made headlines for warning his followers not to get it because, and his reasoning is very strong, he says he believes it'll make you gay. <laughs> Woo! That's fantastic. There's finally a cure for being straight. I love this. So Rabbi Daniel uh, took to the internet last weekend to warn his followers Quote, any vaccine made using an embryonic substrate, I don't know what that is, and we have evidence of this, causes opposite tendencies. Uh, apparently this thingamajig that I don't understand refers to an element of the new vaccine used to program immune response in patients. Now, obviously, Daniel's assertion has no basis in fact. Essentially, from what I'm reading about him is that he's a conspiracy theorist. He also believes that we're going to get microchipped. He also has 14,000 subscribers on YouTube, so I guess he's getting a little bit too confident here. But I really do wonder, like, I want to understand his train of thought. Does What does he think will happen, okay? So I take the vaccine, I'm now a lesbian, and somebody else, a man, takes the vaccine and he's now gay. I wake up tomorrow, stereotypically, in this man's mind, because he's obviously very narrow-minded, I would wear a plaid shirt and love to build Ikea furniture. I would also just move in with my partner almost immediately. And the gay men would love Mariah Carey and Dolly Parton and throw glitter everywhere and be kind and, according to statistics, be more empathetic and emotionally mature. There would be less rapes, general kindness eventually we would all be equal and there would be equal pay women would feel safe walking out of the house i mean i could totally understand why a man wouldn't want that <laughs> oh it hurts because it's true i said this before and i'll say it again if this vaccine makes you gay give me that vaccine right now because loving men is an absolute curse exercise me of it i just thought about this but I think it would be really hot if there was a Harry Potter themed porno where Voldemort puts all of himself in different horcruxes in people's genitals. Am I right? A pansexual Harry Potter porno. Oh, honey, sliding off my seat already. Oh, I don't like to be biased because I picked all the stories, but at the same time, this one has really tickled me right in my True Horcrux. A Celine Dion superfan in the UK got really drunk and did something absolutely fucked up. <laughs> His name is Thomas Dode. He told the Post that he came up with the idea while boozing it up and watching TV, and this was over the Christmas holiday. Opened up a bottle of champagne, one glass, two glass, three glass, blackout. Woke up in the morning, didn't think anything of it, and then the next day what happens, he gets a bunch of documents from the government in his mail. When he looks at it, he realizes that it's a letter to certify that he had legally changed his name to Celine Dion when he was wasted. I can't, I can't believe, this is the best story. I cannot believe that this is real. And he did not remember until he read it. And the best part of it is that he was like, nah, fuck it, I'm not gonna change it. He's like, I'm gonna keep my first name as Celine and my legal last name as Dion. 
I cannot. I cannot. I already feel bad enough for people that have matching names with celebrities, even if it's just a first name. It's like, you can't live up to that. I went to a uh, university with a girl named Megan Fox, and every time she said that her name was Megan Fox, people laughed because they didn't believe her. And then they laughed after that because, like, obviously she was not as hot as her. And that's just sad. <laughs> See, I'm doing you a favor by being, you know, a 7.5 to an 8, because, like, even if you are named Nadia Favorite or just Nadia, nobody's gonna be like, oh yeah, they're just gonna be like, oh, you're attractive because OG Nadia ain't that cute anyway. But also because I'm not famous enough for anyone to actually compare the two of us. See, everything I do, I think about you. Celine Dion, oh my God, imagine. This next one is not so much a full story, more so a fact that I found. There's this like sciencey, fun, nerdy facts that I get from this website. Uh, every like few months, they compile a list of like these technological advancements that are amusing, and I read them. And this is one I saved for you. There's a new satellite that uses something called synthetic aperture radar instead of normal cameras. So it can see through clouds, it can see at night, and sometimes it can see through ceilings and walls like x-ray vision. There's only one of them up so far, but they're launching six more this year. So you're... <laughs> oh my god. I can't even imagine that. First of all, I'm already constantly minimally clothed in my house eating lentils. And number two, you're telling me somebody's gonna be able to see me through my fucking ceiling? Just me and my significant other having a deep, meaningful conversation where I bring up pegging him? I, I can't, I can't, I can't with this world, I can't do it. Ooh, that does not sit right with me. Makes me feel very much uh, like um, Jim Carrey in The Truman Show. <laughs> I ain't having it! If I had to be any Jim Carrey character, if I had to live the life of any Jim Carrey character, I wouldn't go Ace Ventura, that's way too much. The mask is too, like, mentally unstable for me. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, like, I do not want to be that level of, like, caught up with somebody else. Woo-wee! I'm gonna go with Bruce Almighty, solely for the scene where he gets to pull the moon closer. F fucking love admiring nature, and because Jennifer Aniston jumps up and down in that one scene, and it's titties in slow-mo. Who doesn't love titties in slow-mo? I love titties in slow-mo. Speaking of titties in slow-mo, when you hear this sound... It's stupid criminals. There is a 42-year-old guy named David Working, like spelt with an E, like working, like work, David. Sometimes when I do things like that, I realize that I'm very Caucasian. <clears throat> From Grand Haven, Michigan. And he made the news a few years ago when he called the cops on his parents. Now, he had moved back into his parents' house in 2016 after a divorce. The next summer, he moved to Indiana and he was expecting his parents to ship him his 12 boxes of porn <laughs> and adult toys. But those fuckers threw them out instead. His dad, Paul, wrote him an email saying, Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. Well, apparently David didn't agree because he straight up sued his parents. <laughs> oh 
my god and the district court in michigan just ruled recently like a couple of weeks ago in his favor he is until february to decide how much he wants to ask for in damages he estimated that the collection was about twenty-five thousand dollars worth but his lawyer says some of the things were quote irreplaceable dog imagine my conservative muslim extremely iranian mother with her long nose looking through my shit and just seeing a fucking giant sex swing with like 10 dildos stuck to the wall like pearl necklaces dvds ranging from harry potter porn to lord of the g-strings hey nadia you're such a nerd like can you think of a porno that's not like wizard based oh no i really can't would i i would definitely not sue her she would like pray for me every day <laughs> she would pray that my heart heals and that i found a nice husband that had a bigger dick than that strap on i think that's what my mother would do but i would never sue her she's a fantastic lawyer and she would win that's really the only reason i wouldn't oh yeah, that made me uncomfortable for sure. <laughs> lastly, <laughs> that's so weird. Uh, lastly, <clears throat> there's a comedian uh, who went on a date more recently and this is a clip of her experience and I just wanted you to take in um, this moment fully with me. I went on a date with this guy. I think the biggest red flag was that he actually asked me out after seeing my stand-up. So ugh, problem number one, that night I ended up going back to his apartment. And when I got there, I walked over to his bed. I see a photo. I'm like, <laughs> it's a photo of a girl. And it's like a, a sexy photo. It's like a girl on the beach in a bikini. And I'm like, this guy's a girlfriend. Like, are you kidding me? So I start to kind of get closer and closer to it and make it known that I like, I see this photo, dude. He sees that I'm looking at it and goes, oh, that's my sister. I said, what? And he goes, yeah, <laughs> you guys actually have the same name. 